When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hi, awesomes. Welcome back to Sorta Awesome. I'm your host, Meg Teets. I'm joined by my husband today, Kyle. Hi, Kyle. Your husband today? Just today. Just for today. That gives me a lot of confidence. (laughs) My husband today and every day for the past almost 23 years. But no guarantees going forwards, you (laughs) slappy. Um, we love to check in with you a couple of times a week. Me? I love it. Do you, you love, love it? You love to check in with me? I love to check in with the awesomes okay. and you. I just wanted to clarify who it was <laughs> you wanted to check in with. My suspicion was it wasn't me and I am correct in this moment. <laughs> we check in multiple times a day, to be fair. To be fair, you don't like any of them, <laughs> is what you're saying. <laughs> And while it's deeply hurtful and offensive, I'm not surprised. Well, it's the month of June. In June, our family has a variety of celebrations going on. None of which are checking in with me. (laughs) One of them is, and that's what we're going to talk about today. We've got a couple of birthdays. You and I have our wedding anniversary, if we make it that far. If we make it. (laughs) But truly, uh, it's Father's Day, and that is much more broadly applicable to our awesomes. Well... Maybe, maybe some of them insist on every day's Father's Day. Why do they need a special one? You know, I honestly feel that way about a lot of holidays, particularly what we call the Hallmark holidays that kind of seem made up just for the purpose of selling some cards and some gifts. Like Festivus? Like Festivus. That's a great example. Um, But it is Father's Day coming up in a few weeks. Every year when Father's Day rolls around, I feel like many... People across the land are perplexed. What shall I get either my own father, the father of my children, my brother or dear friend who is a father? What do I get them for Father's Day? Or a random person I'm stalking on the interwebs. Yep, yep, that too, that too. Especially those are the hardest people to shop for, I feel like. And yet how rewarding it is to send that anonymous gift to someone. It's so rewarding. How it could disrupt their own marriage. (laughs) So this year we thought, hey, you know what I thought? I will capture the thoughts of a man who is actually a father. You, you are a forced captivity here. A forced father. (laughs) It wasn't by choice. Meg held me down. Okay. Um, You have some big... I'm just going to skip over I'm going to skip it. We got to keep going. Family friendly. Let's keep it going. Um, We have five kids. Yeah. 
And so you've celebrated a lot of Father's Days through the years. Yes. You also, when your father was alive, had the, the, the challenge of like, what do I get for my own dad for Father's Day? Did I, though? No, you let me do all that. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. But truly, you have some thoughts about Father's Day and what makes for a good Father's Day gift. I do. This is maybe the first year in my own memory that I've had something to offer of meaning because usually it's like, what do you want? I don't know. That's right. And often I do think that's the challenge. Mm -hmm. We try to ask the men in our lives and not for nothing. I mean, like sometimes I feel like guys just don't have it on their radar. They're like, I don't know. Yeah, you're so stuff. busy with things. Yeah. And then, yeah. Uh, now I have a list this year yeah. because this year different than years in the past. I've actually, I've taken the time out of my own schedule long before I, I wasn't with the idea of building this list. It was long before to say, dang it, man, I want some improvements in my life yep. in these areas. And so I've, I've begun discovering some things. Now, your very first time to ever come on Sort of Awesome, many a year ago, you came to Sort of Awesome to help us, primarily women who are awesomes, understand how to dress a man. You gave us the rundown of some closet essentials, some things that every man should have in, in his closet to have a casual wardrobe and a business professional wardrobe. Do you remember this? Vaguely, yes. I feel like I made up most of it on the spot. No, that's not right. No, that's you not gave right. some really good advice. It was a similar scenario in that I'd, I'd recently done some very purposeful searching and, and had something that I believed was worthwhile to share. Absolutely. And so you're back to say, hey, I refined a couple of these pieces. I feel like we maybe even kind of skimmed over some of this that we're going to talk about today in the sort of, you know, in the, on the mission to serve the higher purpose of building up a man's closet. But you really can't skip on good underwear. Let's start at underwear. Underbutts. Underbutts is what you like to call them. That's what my family is known for calling them. Yep. I think you maybe even... Did you think that maybe that everybody called them underbutts, or did you know no. that was pre pretty much your family? Well, I knew our family. I didn't know, nor did I care if other people did <laughs> yeah. or didn't. Um, let's talk a little bit before we get into the recommendations. What have you tried that have just not been a good fit, literally speaking, for you? Well, I think all men have the experience of the tidy whitey. They're neither comfortable nor sexy, right. unless you're into... Some weird things. Okay. <laughs> well, okay. But some people are. No yeah. judgment. Well, uh, some people may find them sexy. I don't know if it's weird. Um, it's weird. Trust me. Okay. I've done the research. Oh, okay. Google and Mark Zuckerberg both confirmed. <laughs> well, if Mark Zuckerberg says it. Plainly. Look at him. He's weird. If he says something's weird, you got to know it's it's a little freaky. Okay. So you're not a tidy whitey His guy. skin is weird. There's no doubt about it's that. It's very plastic. You only is have he even a real human? That's the big question okay. we all need to confront, I Let's feel like. Let's move on before I get served up an ad on fake skin. <laughs> on, on Facebook. On Facebook. <laughs> okay, underwears. underwears. Yes. Um, yeah, I mean, I've, I've gone the gamut. Like every, every man of my age, which isn't young. It's not old, but it's not young. Um, all of us, for a, at a time in life, we had one of two choices, the tidy whitey or the boxer. That was pretty much it. And I feel like I was in high school, maybe, when the boxer brief began making an appearance. Mm, yes. And it was basically a tidy whitey with legs. Yeah. Yep. That's right. 
you and you had some designs. That's how they brought it in. Well, yeah, they couldn't just sell it on design alone. You had to have prints. Can I tell you something extremely embarrassing now? So cringe. I hope you do. And I don't think maybe I don't think I've ever told you this. Oh, I hate it. It's super cringe. You're going to hate it, too. Mm, I can't wait. When I was in high school, my first serious boyfriend, you may remember me referring to him, Todd. Yeah, I remember it. Every time you say his name, I vomit a little bit in my mouth. I feel like our first Valentine's Day. Feel free to skip over that. (laughs) I feel like our first Valentine's Day together for a gift, I think. You gave me a pair of his old underwear? No, not mine and yours. Me and Todd's first Mm. Valentine's together. You gave him a pair of my old underwear. (laughs) I think I gave him a pair of silk boxers mm. bad enough. Also, I think they may have had like lipstick kiss marks on them. Yeah, that was really wildly inappropriate. That was a thing. It um, was a thing in the 90s. As I look at my own underwear journey from youth to a little bit older youth, uh-huh. it went from tidy whitey to silk boxers to the first versions of boxer briefs. Yes. And so I'm very familiar with the silk boxer. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you this from a former athlete's perspective. In the weight room, like doing squats and things, so like weightlifting, so not, boxers, not a good answer. The seams are not forgiving at all. Right. And you squat down, you can you can cut yourself. I would say that might even translate to, let's say, your modern middle-aged dad. He's out there trying to do some lawn work, wearing his silk boxers. Yeah. It's going to be unforgiving well, as he's going about doing his work. And depending work. on the age of the man, this is the great quandary of manhood. I remember these conversations with my dad where we looked around at neighbors in our little rural community. And what we realized was somewhere in, in a man's 50s, he transitioned from jeans or whatever you'd wear to do yard working because you weren't going to wear shorts. You certainly gonna, were not going to wear khakis like a lot of the advertisements out there. Mm-hmm. That's That's a lie. Everyone knows this. Well, yeah. But you transitioned from jeans into coveralls. Okay. And the running joke being that you wore coveralls because at that age in life, you weren't able to find your thrills in too many places. So if you were wearing coveralls and you reached up to grab something above your head that lifted and goosed you a little bit in the process, (laughs) in which case you would want an unforgiving seam. Right, right, right. Otherwise, the goose would not be quite as meaningful. I got it. I got it. We're burning up a lot of airtime here and we're not saying anything of meaning yet. Ultimately, you have done some research. You've done some trial and error. You basically have done the research for the people. You've determined some brands of underwear that truly are worth not only buying for yourself, but gifting to the men in your life that you want them to have a comfortable, easy go of things in their underwear department. And And I feel like underwear is one of those areas in a man's life where, dang it, you want you want a good pair. Mm-hmm. You may not have yet had the the time and the in, in, uh, available to you to invest to really researching this and figuring this out. And you want to, but that doesn't mean you will. And so you're just, you're trapped forever and in I, unsatisfactory underpants. Exactly. I feel like this is where the stereotype They're comes. called underpants because they go under your pants. Oh, is that just right? Just for clarification. Okay, thank you for... We're not superheroes thank here. Thank you for explaining. Underwear on the outside kind of weirdos. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is where the stereotype comes from, that men will hang on to their underwear from their college days and onward, and they have holes in them, and they need to be replaced, but they simply won't replace them. Maybe it's because they just don't know what to go out and buy. It's it's a combo of that. 
Okay. So what are you recommending if you wanted to really treat the man in your life for Father's Day, not just like go down to the big box store and get the fruit of the looms. You want to take it to the next level. Next level. Definitely. Um, One, Mac Weldon. M-A-C-K-W-E-L-D-O-N. Mac Weldon. Now, this is a company who has fought hard to remain autonomous from the online big box stores. So I, I don't believe yet that you'll find these at Amazon. You have to go to Mac Weldon's website. Okay. They've got a number of offerings. All right. And you um, like these? They're, they're good. They're beyond perfectly fine. They're good. What do you feel like the price point is on these? Do you remember offhand? Do you feel like these are a little pricey or a little less pricey? In terms of good, and it, it feels like a broad range to say this, but in terms of good, you're looking probably 20 to 40 bucks a pair. Per pair. Per pair. So these are going to, you hope, hold up over time, feel they, great they, while you're wearing them. They will hold up. Okay. They're very quality made. Now, whether or not you love them or not, that's individual. Sure. Right? Okay. Um, and there's multiple styles, blah, blah, blah. And I don't, I didn't come prepared with style names and all of that. Okay. But their, their boxer brief, they have one in the line, and this is common across a lot of brands. They have some type of, of silver. Okay. Basically woven in, mm. which is a, it's an odor deterrent. Whoa, fancy. Evidently, the silver loves the odor okay. and it eats it. I don't, oh, I don't wow. know how that works. That's chemistry in action for you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I could go dark. I won't. I won't. All right. It's let's, already a dark region. All right. Let's. Yes, it is. Let's talk about the next brand. Okay. Um, second, if you want to go to the higher end and you're talking probably starting point, mid-30s to low-40s per pair, okay. Tommy John. Whoa. Tommy yeah. John. And this one's going to be probably more commercially visible. Okay. They've done a lot more for advertising, all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a unique... So so if you're unfamiliar with men's underpants, um, oftentimes you have some version of a of fly mm, in yes. front. Mm-hmm. And in the traditional tidy-whitey, it's a reach in from the right side, pull your your man parts out to use the rest. Now there's, there's a couple schools of thought on how to use the restroom as a man. All right. There are people that use the fly. Uh-huh. There are people who, regardless of what the fly construction is, they just pull the waistband down. Certainly. And then you have the weirdos out there who will pull down either to knees or ankles, the entire All structure. of it. Yes. All of the clothing yep. gets pulled down. All of it. Like All a, of it. Like a kid, like our eight year old sons do. Um, Oh, they might even do much, it more neatly than that. Much worse. I will tell you that within the last 18 months, mm-hmm. maybe two years at this point, I can't recall exactly. Um, I had gone, we, we were, we were, we'd gone to mass. And after mass, there was a gathering mm-hmm. of folks, not in the restroom, in a general meeting hall area region. We call it the parish hall. We call hall. it the parish hall. Yes. And I'd gone to the restroom and in there was a... I'll just loosely call him a gentleman. He yes. was a male figure in uh-huh. the men's restroom. It was appropriate. Yes. And he's probably 50, mid-50s. Okay. Mid-50s, I would guess. Uh-huh. I walk into the bathroom. I I kick the door open because that's how I go into any room. I always kick the door open. All right, Kramer. And <laughs> as it rattled on the hinges, there I am. Confronted, standing in front of me at a urinal, uh-huh. is this mid-50s-year-old man. His 
how do you even explain this? So foot stance, slightly, slightly wider than shoulder width. Oh no. He's got, let's call it a 30 degree bend mm-hmm. in the knee and the waist. Okay. The, his, tra- his trousers, part of a suit. Yeah. I was going to okay. say this, this gentleman wears a suit. Every yeah, yeah, he wears a suit and a bow tie. If yeah. that tells you anything, mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, the trousers are around his knees. The underpants are mid thigh. Oh dear. He's his shirt tail. Thank goodness has covered up his 50 some odd year old, butt. <laughs> but he, yeah, he's just all, I would, I, I've always referred to this as preschooling it. <laughs> Standing there at the urinal, just all the clothing down. Um, it was awkward. I won't lie. Okay. Even more so when I, slapped him on the hind end and told him good game. <laughs> it was weird. So the top, just circle back, just circle back where we left off. The Tommy John have a, a particular yes, fly design. they have design. a different fly design okay. if you so choose to use the fly rather than a, a vertical slit that you would reach through to pull through the side. Yeah. It's a horizontal yeah. slit. So okay. you'd reach down and pull through the top of the fly, which seems like more trouble than just lowering the waistband. But if that's, if, if the man you're buying for, if that's his thing, it changes it up a little bit. It's Definitely. A, it's a little spiciness in the bathroom game. Okay. So, so far we've covered the Mack Weldon's, the Tommy John's. Yeah. Yeah. But now you... I want to back, I want to pause here before we move on. Okay. Um, because I'm both Mack Weldon and Tommy John, and this is where either brand, any of the brands I'll mention, I think where the real magic is, is when you go with this uh, material mix of nylon and spandex or nylon elastane, elastane, elastane. I know what you mean, yeah. Whatever, whatever the language is there. Yeah. Um, it's stretchy. It's breathable. Yeah. It's... You can get the wrong kind definitely of any of these brands, but especially Mack Weldon, I know because I ended up with the wrong kind. Oh, right. It's a very, it's a very thick, it'd be a great winter underwear yeah, if you yeah, lived yeah, yeah. somewhere even colder than here, mm-hmm. um, but it can get very warm, very, very, uh, it's wicking, so very mm. moist and mm-hmm. wadded up in your nethers. It's not good. Not good. Not good. Uh, but yeah, no, so the Tommy Johns, honestly, mm, it's a, it's a tough fight between them and the one that I'll mention next in terms of comfort, like okay. almost magic of comfort, not just, eh, that's comfortable, but this is, this is a game changer. Okay. They're, I think they're worth the 40 ish bucks a pair for the Tommy John's are. Yeah. Okay. And, I, and I think I can't remember something to do with airlines or flight or something is the name that they, the style name they apply to these. But again, just look for the material mix. You want the, the nylon spandex, nylon elastatine, whatever thing. Um, the third brand, which to me right now is the winner, is Saks is the brand. S-A-X-X. Same material composition. Um, there's no fly. On okay. These. So you got to be a, I'm the guy that lowers my band, waistband, mm. or... Drops it to mid thigh or knee. Okay, whichever of those. Yeah, that's the way to go. Otherwise, you'll hate them. No built-in fly. All one construction. All one construction. Yeah. They're unique in that they include what they refer to as the ballpark pouch. The ballpark pouch. They now, are just like they're. It's a euphemism, but also they're making it pretty clear what they're talking about. Clear what they're talking about. It's. It's. I've never worn a pair of underwear like these. There's like some internal things sewn in it's like wings or something that 
okay. nestle around the edges of the parts. Right, and right, so right. And so there is a legitimate pouch in there without being all constrictive like a noose around your your things. So the actual construction, the design of these is to kind of keep things maybe a little bit separated, but also in a comfortable way. Absolutely. Okay. It's it's freedom. Um, it, it's it's separation without constriction. Okay. All right. And now you have in the notes sex vibe. Is that the particular That is the particular you like design of the sax brand is the vibe. And okay. again, look for the the material mixture, the it's cool, they're wicking, they dry quickly, all that. Um, anybody who's ever endured wet undergarments, moist undergarments knows that's that's not ideal, man or woman. Got it. Got it. All right, let's move on to the next category because I feel like we're talking really pragmatic things that again these are great Father's Day gifts because these are often the things that men will not go out on their own for the most part and replace themselves, but they maybe really need some help to yeah, do the love, shopping here. They'd love someone to find something better. They haven't had the time. They'll just keep buying the same thing because human psychology and fear of loss is greater than yes. hope of better. and Right. Things. So next category, let's talk about t-shirts. T-shirts, not undershirts. Not undershirts. You've talked about undershirts on mm-hmm. that episode where you talked about how to dress a man. Those are an important part of a man's wardrobe, but we're not talking about the shirt you wear under your dress shirt. Right. We're also not talking about let's just hang on to our college fraternity slash athletic team. I would never be in a fraternity. Well, I know you wouldn't, but I'm just saying like you did when you were in athletics, you got to spend some money each year on. We can't all be athletes, but we can all be athletic supporters. (laughs) That's one of my favorite bad jokes. I could tell by your eyes that you had checked out and you were thinking about a thing. It's true. I was trying to remind you that when you were a coach, Mm -hmm. you got to purchase from Nike, Reebok, various catalogs. And it was, you know, easy to hang on to those year after year. Yeah. So, and I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because that's a trap that a lot of dudes fall into. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, well, I'll, you know, whether it's Walmart or Academy or whatever your big box store is, Mm -hmm. whatever tier systems they're on, you go to the place and you just, you buy what they have, right? Right. And and you pick a price point that's above what you're actually comfortable with, hoping that you get a better value there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So Nike all of Adidas, Reebok, everybody's going to sell their version of an athletic shirt, wicking material, all of that stuff. And it's a trap because if you're going to dress like a, a grown man, yeah, and this is something I've wrestled with a lot of years, sure. how to dress like a grown man. I'm mm-hmm. still not sure I've nailed it, um, but you've got to move beyond the, those shirts are for, for working out. Yes. And you're not working out all the time. Right. And when you're not working out, you shouldn't be wearing a workout shirt. Okay. You want just like a, a nice casual t-shirt. Maybe you like a graphic tee, but maybe you want something that's like a little bit yeah. more grown up, a you, little more yeah. versatile than you a graphic tee. You need, there's times where a graphic tee is wonderful, mm-hmm. but there's also, you. there's times in your life when you need a shirt that's a little bit more big boy than that. Yes. And if you trust the man in your life to make his own decisions on that front, he's probably going to fail nine <laughs> times out of 10. I speak from experience. I am that failure. 90%. But you know what? Recently you decided, no, I'm going to have, I, yeah. you have said to yourself, I like to wear casual tees pretty regularly. It's worth it to me to go 
do the research, do the trial and error and yeah. find the t-shirt that I'm happy with. Yes. Um, two brands that I've recently, very recently landed on that I, I have good things to say about. Both of them are internet startups. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to find them in a brick and mortar right. anywhere. Fresh Clean Teas okay. is one of them. The other is True classic teas. Okay. You will undoubtedly now get all the ads. Yes. And your, all of your digital media stuff. Even just having listened to this episode, yeah. you don't even have to click a link. Your phone is telling yeah. our internet overlords right now, hey. Yeah, you get all the ads. That's right. I still get them. I've, and you've made many purchases from them and you yeah. still get the ads. Still doing it. Yeah. Yes. If okay. you liked one, you'll love five. Do you feel like these are both pretty much the same? Do you like one better than the other? Talk I, to us about these yeah, two. Yeah, yeah. So they're both they're both very legitimate quality material. Now, I'm going to pause for a second because famously, you loved, I bought for you years ago, a subscription to Woven t-shirts. Those yes. were a graphic tee. Yes. Um, and, and many awesomes have also signed up the men in their lives, whether mm-hmm. they're their spouse, brother, father, whatever, for Woven subscriptions. We did this for a couple of years. Yeah. Now, Woven also has a, a basic T-shirt that's a non-graphic, but you decided to branch out from there. Did you just want something in different material, different design, different construction? It, it was a combination of different material. Those are good. Those are good quality for sure. Um, but I wanted to try some different material and more importantly, I wanted to try some different cuts. Okay. What I personally ran into with the woven stuff was it was literally one to two pounds difference in my body weight. That was the difference uh-huh. in whether or not the large or the extra large was the answer. You kind of danced the line between large and extra large. It was a problem. Totally depending on the actual cut of the cloth, literally of the material, the design. Because of their design. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I, I stumbled across these two brands, F- Fresh Clean Teas and True Classic Teas. Mm-hmm. Each of them advertise a little bit differently. Um, and I honestly, at this point, I can't remember the punchline of either brand. One of them felt like they really celebrated making the dad bod look better and right, yes. all that. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Um, both of them, the material is is. Very good mm, mm-hmm. in terms of a plain tea. Yes. Um, both of them come in all the colors, all the things. For me and my body type, mm-hmm. the true classic teas, no, the fresh clean teas, I'm sorry. The yes. fresh clean teas fit me and my body shape just a little bit better than the true classics. They're mm-hmm. both fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll throw a third in the mix, though it may seem mildly surprising. I don't know, mm-hmm. because it's a very different brand than what these two represent. Is uh, now I'm going to draw a blank now. I have them in my closet in this moment. J. Crew. J. Crew. Okay. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Um, not something that, that I would have picked. Now I have, and this isn't a... This isn't a flex. I have a little bit more musculature probably than the average dude. Now, I may also be carrying some midsection weight beyond as well. That I'll let someone else decide. But uh, because of that, I find I find those, the J. Crew shirts, to be just a little snug yeah. in the chest and in the arms mm-hmm. comparatively. And then the sleeve length, just a little bit shorter than, you know, I don't, I'm not trying to go to the club or anything. <laughs> 
I'm not trying to put on a gun show. No, you just want something that's comfortable, that's casual, that you could wear daily. You could also kind of dress it up a little if you needed it to be just a little bit more than hanging around the house kind of situation. Honestly, I feel like these these other two, Fresh Clean and True Classic. Yeah. I feel like their material quality is just a little bit better than J. Crew. Really? Yes. Okay. And price point for the same being just a smidge lower because they aren't trading on a name at this point. Exactly. Uh, But any of those three are going to be good choices. And quite honestly, I'd consider getting one of each as a gift to let the person see which one of these, and I did insert the extra H, which one of these is the better answer for you and your body type. Okay. I mean, that's such a great gift. I feel like all men are looking for that great casual it's, it's somewhere in between, like it's not as hang around the house or do yard work or do a workout as an athletic shirt, but it's not like a three button polo. It just like right. is right in the middle right. when it comes to a casual. It's, top. it's a perfect to me, if you're going to, and you need to guys out there, women feel free. If you have a guy that you're doing this for, or if there's dudes listening that have a guy that they're doing this for, whatever the case may be, feel free to, uh, Timestamp this moment of the podcast and say, yeah, you, you need to do. Yeah. A nice casual t-shirt. Have a nice casual t-shirt. It's part of the whole layering thing. And if you're not doing layering, you're missing the boat. Mm -hmm. I say this in criticism of my own past self. Play that game. Yes. It's, it's part of classic attire. So find a good t-shirt. That's not an undershirt. Have an overshirt available, a hoodie, uh, all the things have that in the in the staple wardrobe. Excellent. Okay, let's move on to our third category, which is going to be grooming. Grooming items. Let's do a brief review to give us your bona fides when it comes to your pervasive knowledge of the different, not just brands, but also products available on the grooming front for men. Okay. Um, any, any dude that has, or woman, I guess, who has robust hair, facial hairs. Mm-hmm. It's not everybody. Some dudes, some dudes can literally, as the old man joke goes, get away with throwing a little milk on their face and letting the cat lick the whiskers off. They just, <laughs> they don't have a robust growth. Yeah. And if that's the case, then there's a million ways to shave and they all work fine. Right. Um, but for those with thicker hair, with weird, like curly, different versions of facial hair, All of this gets to be a problem. And I went through a very long period where it didn't matter what methodology I chose to use to shave my face with. Um, I was going to have ingrown hairs and razor burn and problems. And this is over a decade ago. I discovered a little tiny corner of the internet of other dudes that were not too embarrassed to discuss this and who were searching out a solution and Interestingly enough, the resolution was to land on older versions, not Gillette's quadruple bladed, quintuple bladed thing with the lubris strip and all the garbage, but was like, no, use an actual shaving brush on a bar of soap or shave cream to make your own lather to use a, whether it's a straight razor razor or a a, uh, double-edged safety razor or whatever the case, just a single blade ultimately um, with good product and go down this path. And I spent a lot of time, I actually became a a major contributor and moderator and all kinds of stuff 
on this board, you wouldn't know that now because I have quite the robust beard. Yes. It's different, but I do, I do trim the, the cheeks and neckline and things of that beard still with these older methods. Yeah, it's true. But truly before your, your beard growing days, which that started in 2015, but for, mm-hmm. for like 10, 15 years before that, every single day you were thinking about your meticulously choosing different product to all, all in the name of not just getting a smooth shave, which that was part of it, but also just to get an irritant free, right? Healthy skin, healthy skin shave mm-hmm. on your face. And it wasn't just my face. I shaved my head yeah. as well for that duration. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do, I've experimented a lot there. And what you figure out is m- much like the current craze, though not new with so many other things is to focus on, Hey, let's, let's have a more natural product with less right. chemicals and weirdities. And yeah. when you have shaving cream in a can, that's not natural. Right. right, right, you, right. you have a lot of chemicals and things that weaken the skin problems. I could go on legitimately for hours, if not days. You could give a TED talk if anyone asked you to. It's true. But we're not doing that today. No. Um, Ted's not here. He's not. He's trying on underpants. So in the midst of all of the experimentation and just your active, truly active and enthusiastic Mm -hmm. involvement in that community, you came across a lot of brands. A lot of brands, a lot of things. Some like almost historical that have been around for a long time, some that were startups. Yes. And you've tried a lot of product through the years. So if someone's looking to kind of gift grooming items to the man in their life, right. you you know some of the go-tos. Right. And you don't have to... Uh, we started out, obviously, discussing shaving, but this would apply to the shaving portion, the aftershave, yeah. the colognes, colognes. The, all the things, or hair tonics, or yeah. on and on and on, just anything to do with men's grooming, including combs and brushes and, mm-hmm. and all of that. Uh, this is another area, much like underwear and t-shirts and all of that, that I think most people, most dudes are like, I know there's something better, but I don't know where to find it. And I don't have time. Yeah. So introducing something here might be quite the gift beyond what's anticipated. Um, So from the American side, and though there are, there are lots of brands out there. Sure. um, Yeah. An easy one to land on for me. And this would be, I can't speak to their shaving stuff, but for their aftershave, for their colognes and deodorants and soaps and brushes and combs and things like that, Caswell Massey. And Caswell Massey, they started out a lot more pure than they are now. I think they jumped on the bandwagon of mass production. Uh Not so much that they completely compromised everything. Yeah. I I think at best it puts a mid-tier at this point, which is still so much better than Gillette's whatever or Barbasol or whoever's For sure. stuff. Yeah. Um, and you're going to find some some really interesting scents. Now, we recently, and this was at your inspiration from reading an article we bought, was it their Jockey Club? Jockey Club, Club Cologne. Mm-hmm. They actually have it in... Uh, a couple of different products. They have it in their soaps. But I think most notably, Caswell Messi's Jockey Club Cologne is known to be the signature scent of JFK. Yeah. uh, Former president, late president JFK. Not only did JFK himself really enjoy wearing the scent, but Jackie, his wife, Mm -hmm. was known to spritz this on, particularly when she was going out riding her horses. She was quite the equestrian. Yes. And so we picked up a bottle of this. I love this, especially on you, but it is almost 
you could say it leans unisex in that yeah. I feel like a man or a woman could wear this. It's a very floral scent. Mm-hmm. So while you love the way it smells on me, I don't like it. Mm-hmm. When I do wear it, it's for you. Yeah. I could, I much more prefer to smell it on you than me. So it has notes of citrus, bergamot, jasmine, geranium. So lots of floral mm-hmm. notes in it. It also has sandalwood and musk, which I think to me really comes through when you wear it. I pick yeah, up the sandalwood yeah. and musk more on you. Um, but it is a very crisp, clean, it, it genuinely conveys that all American, yeah. especially I think this is a great summer scent, a great outdoorsy Scent so perfect for Father's Day, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, now I'll go. I'll go one other direction here in terms of brands. Mm-hmm. Um, G O F Trumper, also maybe known as George F Trumper. Is yeah, but nobody nobody says George. That is what it stands for. Okay, but everyone says G O F. Yeah, this is a this is an English brand, mm-hmm. and eighteen hundreds, maybe even older than that. Um, this is on. Now I'm drawing a blank. Is it not? Is it German Germain Street? I can't remember. Whatever one of their historical storefront streets, or somebody somebody's listening and shaking their fist in anger, and I apologize. Um, this this is a brand that did not compromise. Okay. Anywhere mm-hmm. on it's all it's all essential oils. No no fragrance oils. No weird chemical additives and. And I, honestly, anything from their line, if you want to go with shaving soap or shaving cream, aftershave, cologne, deodorant, hair tonics, um, literally anything they make, it's going to be noticeably better smelling than anything that you've picked up anywhere else. Now, it's a higher price point yeah, as well, um, but phenomenal, phenomenal stuff, top to bottom. My personal favorite. Your signature scent, I feel like. I feel like, although I keep running out of it because I guess I'm signing my name too much. <laughs> I don't know. Eucris. Yes. E-U-C-R-I-S. Incredible. It's my favorite thing for you to wear. You've worn this for years. Genuinely, I feel like this is your signature scent. Um, it's really, it's got a nice masculine vibe to it. It's very herbal. More so, I feel yeah. like, than Jockey Club. It's got a lot of er- herbal notes to it. Um, has that sandal. Apparently, I like sandalwood because it's got it's a strong, in a lot of stuff. Yeah, a lot of stuff for it's, men. It, yeah, and women, believe it or not. Yeah, yeah. So that's a great one from Trumpers. But really, I can't think that you've ever tried anything from Trumpers that I was like, Ugh, I don't know about this. Right. Uh, if you want an easy pickup from them that's you're going to have a hard time failing with, um, extract of limes oh, skin yeah. food. Yes. Now the the lime scent is outstanding, but it's going to fade within thirty minutes. The scent is gone, but the skin food itself it's it's part of an aftershave regime. Heavy glycerin base, all kinds of other stuff. It goes on almost slimy, which sounds gross. It doesn't feel gross. It feels good after you've shaved. Ladies, you could probably use this on your legs. And yeah. Feel pretty amazing as well. Um, but man, it does something for the health of the skin after a shave. That's just remarkable. Yeah. That is part of the regime as a, a magnificent ad. 
Excellent. Okay, so we've talked some really great basics, some really classic traditional gifts for men in terms of something to help them spruce up their wardrobe, especially their underpinnings, but also grooming. But you and I also know that sometimes men want something um, maybe a little more pragmatic, yeah, I've a got, little more day-to-day, like yeah, manly yeah, man I've type got of situation. two things here. Okay. And I'll, I'll start, I'll, I'm going to save... Honestly, what I think the best of all of the things is, I'm going to save it for last. The thing that you, in fact, are asking for and are receiving for Father's Day, would you say? No, no. Oh. No, no. Okay. Different than what you think. Oh, we've you're already, switch them up. We've already received. Okay. And I, so I can speak firsthand to okay. the, the brilliance of the last thing. Okay. Okay. But the in-betweener. Okay. Um, there's, there's something about a pocket knife yeah. for a man. And I think... I've been through a lot of phases in my own life. Now, I grew up redneck and I realized that that impacts things to a degree, but there's a big difference in what kind of knife a redneck would carry versus what's appropriate for a lot of situations. Sure. Um, there's, including myself at times, there's a lot of dudes who wear a suit every day or minimally would wear chinos and, you know, either a button down or a three button, something a little bit nicer than jeans and a work shirt and I need a knife so that if uh, I get my my lariat caught up around a, <laughs> a steer and my arm's getting pinched off, I've got to have a pocket saver to cut that thing loose. Yeah, I feel like the percentage of men who it's small. are in it's that small. scenario is pretty, yeah. pretty slim. And it's a pretty aggressive knife you need for that because those lariats <laughs> are usually made of mm. rawhide or something. Yeah. And it, yeah, you can't just cut through them with a butter knife. Maybe more than a pocket knife, yes. So, but there's, there's something very empowering about not even using it, just knowing that you've got a knife mm-hmm. just in case, even just if you case. have a really aggressive letter that you need <laughs> to open. Say, opening the mail, yeah. opening that junk mail yeah. when you get home from work. Or, hey, that box you got from the company that sends bottles of wines and Ooh, yeah. meats and things or yes. something. Um, but a good knife and a knife that, you can carry if it goes all the way, if you have a knife that's all the way in your pocket. Yeah. If it's big enough to be of any use at all, then it looks really weird in your pocket. Like you're happy to see someone. See, happy to see everyone. Yeah. Um, and then you've got stuff that would clip on the edge of a pocket somewhere, but it's, it's still, it can be offensive in some circles to be like, he's, he came here with a knife. What the, what's going on? He brought a knife to a no fight. <laughs> there's no fight here, sir. <laughs> sir, there's no fight. There's a company called CRKT. Okay. I don't know what that stands for. Mm-hmm. And I don't care. Okay. Um, the, the specific knife and this fits into the category of gentlemen's knives, which means this is something that you can carry without it being obvious that you could pull out and use without freaking anyone out. Okay. And very appropriately, the name of this particular knife is the CEO. Okay. The chief executive operator of knives. Yes. <laughs> Every CEO right. has a good knife in his pocket. That he has to operate. Yes. Even if he's an officer. Uh-huh. However all that goes. Um, you're not going to skin any animals with this okay. in the wild. Mm-hmm. You may or may not be able to cut the rawhide off your arm that the wild steers pinned you to the thing with. Yes. Um, it's not an outdoorsman's tool, but it's an excellent knife. The quality of the materials, and I've geeked out and done the research, the the steel quality in the blade, the materials, this is an excellent quality knife. Mm-hmm. 
Um, it is designed to be part of everyday carry or EDC. If you ever see those initials, that's what wow. that stands for. Okay. Um, it is an urban or suburban environment style tool. So it's non-offensive standing out, but it's there to be functional when you need it. Yes. Very unassuming. Um, you could even carry this from what I gather, from what I've seen pictures of, you could carry this even in a front shirt pocket and it would most likely be mistaken as a pen rather than a knife. Oh, shoot. But it's so, not that dainty and small. It's just the way that it rides. Okay. So its footprint, in other words, is very compact. Yes. Very slim. Yes. But it's still a knife. Now, this knife was designed, <clears throat> excuse me by a fellow named Richard Rogers of Magdalena, New Mexico, okay. who has a tremendously long string of awards to his name, dating all the way back to 1997. He's wickedly skilled in designing knives for different mm -hmm. purposes. And this one is one of his, his pinnacle pieces. Okay, um, He's known for creating some of the simplest and most practical knives for whatever function that it is to serve. And this one certainly fits that. Um, his personal motto is good enough is not acceptable. Oh, sounds well, like someone else I know. I appreciate that. Yeah, <laughs> appreciate that. Yes. There's two different versions of the CEO in, in terms of opening mechanisms. Mm -hmm. One is a flipper. The other is a thumb stud style operation. Both of them are completely good. No issues either way. Um, there's a handful of different materials that you can get for the handles. You can never go wrong with just a basic black okay. if you're concerned. And I think as appealing as any other thing about this is that you're talking about for the base entry level, nothing fancy about it. You're talking about 40 bucks. Okay. That's, that's a very that's, affordable. That's like the perfect price point for a Father's Day gift. Yeah. Where especially, you know, some guys are like, don't spend a lot of money on me. I don't know what I want. This is a great price point that you can feel good about. Again, yeah. if it's for your partner, for your own dad, for just a special guy in your life. It's at that sweet spot where, oh, it was more than 25. And yeah. so the person feels kind of, what? But then when you when you handle it and recognize the quality and the functionality, you're like, this was a steal for yeah, the 40 bucks. Totally. Totally. Okay. So you saved the best for last, the thing that you feel the most excited about. Yeah. And it, it maybe I have to turn in my man card on this. I don't know. No, this is like such a super manly gift, but actually we talked about this already on Sort of Awesome Yeah, on the Mother's Day gift ideas, because this is a great gift for any person. And I will, I will put out there now, if you're if you're getting this for a dad, for your dad, or someone else's dad who you feel obligated to get a gift for, mm -hmm. you just get the one. Okay. If you're getting this for a, a, a husband or significant other, get two. Okay. Get one for them. Get one for you because I feel like this this shows them how responsible it is you're trying to be. Okay. This is an incredible device. Now we bought. I think the brand we got is Tack Life. Yes. Which, is that even available? It is available in some retailers. We got ours from Amazon. We got a great deal on them. Apparently it was too good of a deal because Amazon isn't carrying them at the moment. But the brand we got is Tack Life. It's a lithium car jump starter. But well, that's a that's a bad definition. Okay. If you want to go, and we'll get a link in there for this. If, you want, if you're an Amazon shopper, 
Nexpow, mm-hmm. N-E-X-P-O-W. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're going to, most places are going to refer to this as a car battery starter, but you're talking about something that's, well, it's the size of a checkbook. Yeah. It's, right? Yeah. It's not that much bigger than a remote control. Yeah. Now you can use this and the, the primary intention is that you, it's a, it's a lithium battery that you would have this as a means to jumpstart your own vehicle rather than carrying jumper cables and trying to find some unassuming stranger to jumpstart you without robbing you. Uh, that's a real thing. Yeah. I mean, we've, yeah, history and whatnot. That's yeah. a thing. Um, so that, that in and of itself is a major thing because it's tiny. Yeah. It's tiny. You could literally keep it in your console, in your yes. glove box, and have that peace of mind of knowing anything goes down, I can jumpstart my own vehicle. Totally. But then additionally, you can you can get your cell phone charged off this. You can it could be your yeah. bad weather. We lost power for a week, or if we didn't know how long we were gonna lose it for, but we had this thing and we could use it. It's also many of them also include a flashlight in them. Yes. All of that. But again, to recharge a, a cell phone super fast off this multiple times, all of that, it is, this is like a go bag of all kinds of things in one device. Exactly. It has USB ports. There's so much that you can do with this. If you just, if you need power, you're in a tight spot, you need power. It's got you covered. And again, the amazing, it comes with a user manual. So, you know, the thing that terrifies me if I was out, my my car battery died. Not only do I have to find somebody, call you, or if you're not available, try to find a kind stranger that I could try to get a jump start off of. But right. I never knew how to do that. And I would always be terrified that I was going to kill myself. Right. It is electricity. It is electricity and lots of it. But this comes with a complete user manual. And it, uh, the ones that we have from Tack Life, I don't know about other brands, they have like lights that light up if you have not done it correctly yeah. it will not do it. it yeah they've built in idiot proof yes things exactly and we're all that's not an insult we're all idiots somewhere in life. especially if you're you know if you're out your car battery dies you're not gonna be thinking straight you're like you're kind of panicky trying to get your car battery to start you don't need anybody else you've got this device you've got the instructions you can do it yourself but again if you have a vehicle this is a great thing to carry i like the right. idea that you have of get Get one for the man in your life. Get one for yourself. Yeah. And then you're all covered. Yeah. Do that. Any young drivers in the family, whatever, make it a, a big yes. family purchase of things. Yeah. And this is one of those things, if you never used it, mm-hmm. you would still be no less pleased with what you purchased because you didn't purchase the ability to jumpstart. You purchased peace of mind. Exactly. You purchased preemptive responsibility to a bad situation. This is something as soon as Daisy has a vehicle, we will put this in her vehicle. Probably make her carry one in her backpack (laughs) and have one in the vehicle. Yeah. Yes, exactly. But totally such a great gift for new grads, for newlyweds, but we're here in Father's Day season. It's a great gift for dads as well. So yeah. Okay. This was good. We covered a little bit of like the more fancy stuff, but also the super practical stuff. Yeah. So can you think of anything else as we're out there shopping Mm. for the dads in our lives? I actually had traveled in my mind to a different place as you spoke, trying to think, did I miss anything? Is there anything else? I feel like this is a great place to land. It's better than, oh, we got dad a tie or uh, whatever the standard 
things are that every dad says thank you for that yeah. he's like, yeah, thanks. Well, I'm going to give a quick plug to a past episode of Sort of Awesome that you and I did last summer called The Best Drink is the One in Your Hand. Mm-hmm. If the fella in your life enjoys a bottle of any kind of uh, spirit, we gave some specific recommendations for some of our favorites on that episode. Okay. Uh, just now off the cuff, any drinks you can think of that we've had since then that you'd recommend? Um, one that I don't think we had tried at the time that I super have loved is Bullet Bourbon. Bullet Bourbon. Um, we had love those. Had we put that on that episode? I don't know if it was on there or not. It is a good one. Yeah. I will go with Natter Jack. Oh, yeah. Natter Jack Irish Whiskey. N-A-T-T-E-R-J-A-C-K. Yeah. Natter Jack Irish Whiskey. It may be hard to find. We've only found it at one local yeah. liquor store, but very it's, it's absolutely a value buy in the realm yeah. of all of that and it's it's quite tasty very sippable if the man that you're buying for is maybe not super into different whiskeys i think natter jack or i think bullets really sippable too yeah it's yeah. kind of sweet um, those are both fun, but I'll, I'll put a link in the show notes if you want to go back and listen to that one. Cause we covered everything from like rum to scotch and all yes. kinds of things on that. And episode. if there's any interest in cigar shopping, yeah, let us know in the, in the Facebook group yep. and we can, we can provide some recommends there for sure. Well, thank you for doing the research and, um, putting together a list because truly this can be one of those holidays where both the men that you're shopping for are like, I don't know. And then you're like, I don't want to get them. And so I guess I'll go get them another stupid tie. No, right. we don't want to do that. We want to no. keep it well, awesome. Here's a drawing from your kid. <sighs> Put it on your fridge. Don't tell our children that you don't like that. Um, I mean, I love our kids. I hate their drawings. <laughs> <laughs> this is bad it's, art. It's better. That looks nothing like me. Kid, have you even looked at me? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So a preemptive happy Father's Day to all who are celebrating. In the meantime, what should we do? Um, well, plainly, everyone should do their best to have an awesome today, would you? Please do. Bye-bye. Bye. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.